This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money in a bank and won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Kathy Bowen and Paula Huntley of Night Owl Quilting Studio. How's it going? Great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Anytime. So let's get started. Uh, tell us about yourselves and what you do. Yep, I'm Kathy, and I'm a quilter. And I've been quilting for probably 40-something years. I've been teaching quilting for about 20 years, and I have been able to make quilts for all of my family and several of my friends, and it's just a, something that I've had a passion for for many years now. I started out as a child um, sewing in the front yard, making Barbie doll clothes, and I graduated to making clothes for myself, and then when I got married and had children, I made clothes for them, and so I started out constructing garments, and then they decided that they wanted to have clothes like their friends, and so they didn't want mom making clothes anymore, and so I had to segue into something because I really loved, you know, touching fabric and sewing things, and so that kind of led me into uh, quilting. And actually, my my parents were having their 25th wedding anniversary, and I made them a quilt for their anniversary. So that was my very first quilt back in the early, in the late 70s. But then, as I said, as my kids got older and, you know, things for them were kind of going out the door, I decided to start making quilts. And it's it's just been a love affair with quilts ever since then. I really enjoy making, uh, teaching people to quilt because I love seeing the joy on their face as they finish a project and realize that they can do this. I have many students that come in saying, um, I don't know if I can do this or not. And then I see the joy on their face as they complete a project. And that's really awesome. I love doing that. So. That's awesome, you know, because it's one of those, uh, I don't want to say older skills, but it's something people don't typically do anymore. So that's kind of fun. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of fun. Um, my name is Paula. I'm Kathy's daughter, uh, her youngest. And um, I'm actually going to confess that I've only made one quilt in my life. Um, about 16 <laughs> years ago, I made one. Um, but I grew up in a household of quilting and um, watched my mom sew and I uh, was privy to those clothes when I was a kid and I did get too cool to wear them at some point. Um, but she made a lot of really cool Halloween costumes and um, have made me and my children a lot of really nice things and lots of nice quilts. So um, I'm actually a nurse um, by training and I've been a nurse for many years and about, I don't know, 10 months ago, I got this itch to really um, open my own business and I've always wanted to, to do that, but I didn't really know what to do. And so we kind of got this idea and it just took off and I asked my mom if she'd be 
willing to, you know, restart a business that she had started in her home many years ago, um, just mostly teaching friends and um, really didn't take off the way she had wanted it to do. So I asked if we could, you know, try again. So here we are. We started our business back in October and we are in downtown Goffstown, which has been overly welcoming to us. The community here has been great and there was obviously a need and there was an interest and we have been really busy. So uh, it's quite funny. I'm learning a lot about quilting. I'm learning a lot about fabric and um, some of the students tease me that, you know, I'm shop owner and I don't really quilt so um but you know there's a business side to things and not everybody you know does what their their business is doing I'm I've partnered with my mom who can teach everybody so um it works really well and and I am learning to quilt now so um one of the other things that we did um get into we have a long arm quilting machine in there so that has been something that I've been learning a lot about and um it's just been really fun. It's fun to work together. Um, it's fun to, you know, have a family business. Never really thought that that's what it would become, but it's been really great. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I was kind of talking about it a little bit earlier. Quilting is probably one of those things where people probably don't see a whole lot of benefit in nowadays, but just the you just thinking on the top of my head, the skills you probably learn as far as you know sewing and whatever else is involved it's probably pretty helpful and bleeds over into a lot of other things too absolutely mm -hmm. uh, well especially we're starting to look at building more of a kids program okay. and actually we were just talking about this this morning that um we did sort of a trial kids club and um we realized well we had to shut down um and change a lot of our programs with uh covid but yep. um, we're trying to rebuild that kids program because you know we've thought about it we've had a lot of interest and we've talked about it. Those are some skills that, you know, you need sometimes in life. And it's more than that, though, like you were saying. It's friendships. It's building a community. It's um, self-esteem and learning how to accomplish something and make something. And it, there's so much more to it than just, you know, the actual quilt project sometimes, especially with kids. You know, there's, there's value in learning a skill and a trade and, you know, not everybody's going to go on to college and get these degrees. You know, their fashion designing is a thing, you know, sewing is still a thing. And yeah. you'd, you'd be surprised. Uh, you should watch some videos on, uh, what is it? Paducah. Paducah. Kentucky Quilt yeah. Festivals. These yeah. ladies are, I want to be nice, but they're like, they're crazy quilters. I mean, this is like a thing. Like, this is like, until I really got into it with my mom, you know, you don't realize how popular it really still is. And, and these ladies that quilt are so talented. And yeah. the, it's an art, you know, and we actually just partnered with the Goffstown Main Street program and joined the art uh, in the common because, you know, it is an art. I mean, yeah. picking your fabric, picking your colors, uh, the color schemes to go in it, that's sometimes the hardest part. People get stuck. Hmm. And even just knowing what fabric to pick and yeah. I'm worried the colors aren't going to look right and there's different patterns in it and how do I make all of this work and then pulling that all together and learning how to make it into something completely different. It, it's, an, it's an art. It is. And as a matter of fact, we have a, a class coming up soon 
that's going to be taught by a guest teacher. And she was an art teacher in the school system for over 30 years. She also is a quilter, but she's teaching a a class on color and how to work the colors and how to choose um, fabrics, you know, based on the colors so that you're combining your your colors together, your complementary colors, your monochromatic colors, your the triad of a color wheel. So it's, like Paula said, it's more than just, you know, cutting up small pieces of fabric and sewing them back together, which some people think is crazy. <laughs> you know, you take a big piece, you cut it all up in little pieces, and then you sew them all back together to make a big piece again. <laughs> But, but there's a lot more to it than that. There's, you know, there's a lot of, um, lot to learn, a lot of skill involved in it. Absolutely. Well, and also patience and, you know, a little bit of dedication because I'm assuming these take a little while to, you know, put together and yes. get ready. And, and like yeah. everything, the, the sewing may, I mean, it probably takes a while, but, you know, the, the planning portion is probably the heaviest portion of it <laughs> yeah sometimes it is the planning yeah the planning the preparation mm-hmm. you know picking out the right fabrics you know and then the skill uh, you know the coordination skills for doing accurate cutting and making sure that you're sewing it accurately and I like to tell my students that there's nothing we're not going to call it perfect because nobody's perfect <laughs> But we're going to work for accuracy. Yeah. Well, that's the benefit of these types of projects is they're not perfect. And that's kind of what people expect from it is you're making it with your own hands. You're making it, you know, without, you know, big CNC machines and all that, you know, I don't want to call it professional, but like the manufactured stuff where it's different. It's just very different. Yeah. Yeah. So you expect that uniqueness of it. Exactly. exactly. And, and it's funny because when we do a class, sometimes you bring up a point with being unique. We'll do one class with multiple students making the same pattern. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable the differences. You know, you can have somebody who wants a black and white quilt, somebody who wants the most interesting color scheme that maybe I would not have chosen. And, and others want something very country, old time country. Somebody wants it to look very modern. You know, it it really depends, but you can have the same pattern and six or seven completely different quilts. And it, that's probably my favorite part when my mom's done teaching a class. We take pictures and we show them all together. And it's like it's unbelievable how somebody's perception of that pattern is so different than others around them. And even as they're in class, they're all looking at each other's like, Oh, mm-hmm. look at that. That's really neat. I can't believe you put that together like that. And, yeah. and then they're looking back at their own. It's like, they're so different. It's unique to them. You know, it's their own personality and it really shines through in their quilt. Yeah. That's really cool. So you had talked about classes a little bit. Uh, let's talk a little more about the types of classes you offer there. Uh, we specialize, I would say, in beginner classes. Okay. We, we have four different beginner patterns that we use and we, we do one beginner class every quarter. And, you know, people who have never quilted before need to start with a basic class. And once they've developed the skills, then they can move on to something a little bit more intermediate. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. We've had several students that have taken two, sometimes three of the beginner classes because each pattern is different and it might have a little bit different technique, a little bit different um, shapes to it. So they uh -huh. want to learn, even in a beginner level, mm -hmm. they want to learn a little bit more and get yeah. a little bit more skilled with it. So I would say that that's probably our our signature classes are our beginner classes. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, small projects so that people can, so we call them fun and done classes. They can come in for an evening or maybe a part of a day on a Saturday and they can walk away with a completed project. You might do some like zipper purses, you might do um, like pot holders, or we might do um, some kind of a, a tote bag. Placemats, things like mm -hmm. that. So there, not everybody wants to make a big quilt. Sometimes they just want to make something that might be useful, like some kind of a, a tote bag, mm -hmm. or something that they can use um, around their home. Maybe a table runner or a placemat or something like that for their kitchen tables. So we have small projects like that that we do as well. And we like to have variety. There's different techniques mm -hmm. that you can use. There's um, regular piecing is the basic technique. And we use that in our beginner quilts. And then there's a technique called paper piecing, mm -hmm. which is using a foundation that you sew your fabric onto so that it creates accurate points and, you know, uh, you can use smaller pieces and get good accuracy with it. A lot of people struggle with that technique. Then there's a technique called applique, where you take small pieces like leaves and flowers and um, maybe animal shapes or something, and you put them on top of a piece of fabric or you know a patchwork quilt, and you stitch them down, and that's an applique technique. A lot of people are afraid of doing that because they've never tried it. Yeah. So we have things like, we have technique classes like that. And then we had something for a while called Technique Tuesday. And when you, when you make a quilt, you make the quilt top. And then to make it an actual quilt, it needs three layers. So there's a middle layer called batting, which is like the insulation okay. that you put between it that gives you the warmth. And then you have the back of it. And then you have to stitch those three layers together. And that's technically what's called the quilting of, of your piece top. Okay. Um, once that's done, you have to put an edge on it. So that's called the binding. And so our technique class was, one of them was different types of binding and different ways to apply binding. Mm -hmm. um, one technique class was how to do how to do mitered corners so that you can create attic window look. So it looks like you're looking out a window at a scene. You may have a snow scene or birds in a bird feeder, but it looks like you're looking out the window at them. And so that was one of our techniques was how to make it, you know, how to make the frame, the picture frame, so it looked like you were looking out the window. Yeah. There's lots of different types of techniques and so sometimes somebody might be a seasoned quilter they know how to make a basic bed quilt 
but they may not know how to do mitered corners or they may have trouble with their bindings and they need different ways to do bindings. So we offer techniques as well. Okay. So in quilting, do you do a lot of sewing, like with a sewing machine or is it a lot by hand? Oh, all of ours is by sewing machine. So okay. they do bring their sewing machine in. We also have a class called Know Your Machine. You'd be surprised how quickly those fill up because <laughs> sometimes they, um, we have a lot of students who come in because they may have inherited a sewing machine. Yeah. Maybe their mom doesn't sew anymore or their grandmother and they, or maybe the grandmother or the mother bought a new sewing machine and now they're giving them their old sewing machine and they've never used it before. They don't know even how to thread it or how to wind a bobbin. Yeah. And so they come in to our Know Your Machine class to learn how to use, how to use their machine first. And then we put them into the beginner class so they can learn how to make the quilt and do the sewing on it. Okay. We have some people who may have had an older machine and now they bought a brand new one and they don't know how to use their brand new machine because it has different features than their old one. So they come to the Know Your Machine class so they can learn how to use the, the new machine that they just bought. Then we have people who don't have a machine at all and but they know they want to learn to make a quilt. Yeah. And so we have machines that they can rent and we teach them how yeah. to use that machine and they rent the machine and they make a quilt. We just had a, a class on making a quilt out of t-shirts. Yeah. And we had a student in that class who did not have her own sewing machine. So she rented one from us and she used t-shirts from when she was in sports when she was younger and she had all kinds of uh, t-shirts and stuff so we had some really interesting quilts come out of that t-shirt class <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome that's fun that's pretty cool <laughs> so listen, we're getting over COVID now um i know that threw a wrench into a lot of businesses especially ones that deal in person and all that type. um what's your vision as far moving forward next year next couple of years? Actually, you know, we weren't really sure what was going to happen with yeah. COVID. We had just opened in October. Yeah. We were still new to the town. People were still figuring out we were even here because mm -hmm. we were on Main Street. So, you know, sometimes when you're driving through, you're not looking at storefronts. Um, we were pleasantly surprised. Uh, the COVID virus actually spun our business in a very different direction. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of expected we would have to shut down. Um, we got permission from the state to stay open. Um, we are considered retail. And so we were, we stayed open. We changed our entire business front to be curbside. Um, right. And some of them got very spoiled. Our customers, <laughs> they loved it. They would pull up, call us, I'm here, I'm here to drop off my quilt. And then we would go outside and, you know, with masks and all that and, and get their quilt out of their trunk. We kind of felt like we were doing some illegal operation <laughs> sometimes, um, getting things out of the trunk, bringing it in. We did a lot of virtual consults for our quilts. Um, we took pictures, text message, Facebook messenger. Um, we did some Zoom classes and different ways to get people involved um, mm. to get their quilts done. So we really had to take it to a different level. We weren't expecting that. We had to tap into a lot of virtual media. 
and we actually um, were thriving. Our long arm business, which we were talking about a little bit before, that's the big giant machine that does that quilting that puts those three layers together. And that business took off because we called it our Corona quilt. There were lots of women who were home and, you know, remote or, um, you know, the older generation was a little bit more concerned about going out of their homes. So we had people cranking out quilts. And so they were home, busy working on those, and they would bring them to us, the quilt, and then we would, you know, drop them back off in their trunk um, when they were done. So it actually took a very different level, um, different direction, mm-hmm. but we actually were pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And I expect that to just continue. Our long-arm business has really been busy, which we weren't sure how that was going to go. Um, because, you know, when you're in a new area, you're not sure um, if people are going to need that that level or that skill. But we have found that it's there. And now what we're offering is private lessons, um, private um, machine lessons. So they can come in and some of them want to finish the quilt themselves. So we can do one-on-one lesson and my mom can show them how to use the long arm machine. Yeah. And then they can rent that from us and use it to do their own quilt. So that's another way that we've kind of adapted. So we took a step back. We do offer Zoom classes. Um, We have actually one scheduled coming up in September. Um, We have some private lessons we've done via Zoom. It wasn't the easiest thing to do, but we made it work. And we had an actual entire beginner class. We did it via Zoom. So that was interesting the ladies weren't sure how they were going to do and how they were going to not you know not have the instruction and the hands-on but they all did it they completed their quilts they did a great job so um sometimes when something like that challenges your business you know in order to stay stay moving you have to think outside the box and you have to get really creative and you know um we were talking a little bit at the beginning here that you know web design and social media marketing was not something I was ever into or learned about before. So that's been a whole learning curve for us to tap into the social media and the virtual world of owning a business, which is something is very hands-on. So we had to think, okay, how can we make this work for people in their living rooms or, you know, still connect people to each other and do community. So um, it's actually going really well. Good. I'm glad to hear that. A lot of businesses were struggling to adapt to coronavirus. And I've seen just in passing from all the interviews I've done that a lot of newer businesses were much more flexible in, you know, handling the situation because they were pretty new. They don't have established, you know, processes. So they were just like, oh, okay, boom. And they were, you know, a lot of them are doing pretty well. So it's good to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. So for people that want to learn a little more about you, um, maybe take some classes, how do they get a hold of you? Um, mostly we you can go to our website, um, which is www.nightowlquiltingstudio.com. Um, also, Facebook is probably a very popular way to follow us. Um, we also post most of our events and classes on Facebook. Um, if you go to our Facebook page and just go to the events tab, that's where a lot of our um, 
updated information will be, and that's where we also notify people if the class has been full, you know, filled, or um, if there's an upcoming one. Sometimes we add one, um, just kind of a random class that we might be able to just squeeze one in, and so we definitely have it um, pretty well advertised on Facebook. Um, we also have an account on Instagram, uh, Night Owls 35. Um, that's um, a little bit newer social media avenue for us, so we're still building that, but definitely Facebook and our website is the best place to go. And they can register directly through our website for classes. Um, it's pretty easy to do. Um, we accept um, major credit cards, PayPal, and um, or they can just call the studio and sign up. They can stop in the shop um, and sign up in person if they'd prefer to do that, or they can call us and take a payment over the phone. So um, it's pretty easy to do. Another avenue would be if they wanted to get on our mailing list, we send out a newsletter um, every other month, and that will give all the upcoming classes and things that they might be interested in um, events. In October will be our one-year anniversary, and we're going to have a, a big sale that day mm -hmm. and a big uh, celebration and stuff of our one-year anniversary. It actually happens during the Pumpkin Festival oh, here nice. in Goffstown, because that was our first yeah, day open, open last year. That's awesome. <laughs> so if they'd like to email us, it's nightowlquiltingstudio35 at gmail.com, and they can um, just let us know they'd like to be on the mailing list, and we'll add them to the newsletter. We promise not to bombard them with emails. It's just a newsletter every other month. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, You're thank welcome. You thank you. Us. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you all for watching. Definitely reach out if you want to learn some new skills. Um, I think I personally believe this is something a lot of people should know how to do. It seems to be a kind of a forgotten um, skill from a lot of people. So I like learning that type of stuff. So everyone be good. We'll talk to you next time. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.